0: You're listening to Get Well with Cal, an avenue for women to connect on life's challenges and encourage one another. She's already saying how hot it is. <laughs> it's just the beginning. <laughs> Hi, everyone. This is Cal. Welcome back to another episode of Get Well with Cal. Today, I have someone with me, a special guest, um, someone that inspires me every day. It's someone that I look up to. I've been looking up to this person. I'm so excited to have you get to know who that is. And it's my mama.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am so so happy to be here. Thank you. It's awesome knowing um, all this that you're doing. You were an inspiration for many, including me.
0: Stop it. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Okay, maybe I am. (laughs) I wanted to have a a talk with my mom on lots of things, right, that we women go through. I think having a relationship as a a woman with your mom is so important, although it wasn't always what it is today, right? We had a, a rough beginning, but we made it. And now we're really close, and we FaceTime each other at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I know it wakes her up, and she hates it
1: sometimes. It's not true that we never had a good relationship.
0: No, you wouldn't say that?
1: Uh, No, I wouldn't say that. It was difficult for me in my life and um, my responsibilities at the time. I mean, dealing with teenager when I was going to menopause, it was difficult. That was.
0: I bet. I bet.
1: I bet that was hard
0: because let me tell you, it was always cold in the house. I always had Ugg boots. <laughs> Something was being
1: like thrown. It was a tough time. No, I mean, the the house being cold is one thing, but I mean, our mood and um, you being a teenager with all your hormones, coming out and ready to do beautiful things and go conquer the world. And I was, oh, I can't take this much energy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's very, very true. Very, very true. What would you say to yourself at that time where, like you said, it was hard. You're going through menopause and you had a teenager in the house. Like if you could look back at that time and go back to who you were, what would you say to yourself? it's
1: going to pass. <laughs> um, now, I, 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 everything's an experience. I loved you when you were a teenager more than when you were. an inf- uh, I wouldn't say an infant, but I mean, toddler was hard because, you know, the life I had.
0: At least for me, I know I there were moments that We were butting heads a lot. And like you said, we're alike. I think I'm nothing like you, but you see a lot of you and me. So maybe I am like a mini Cecilia. I don't know. What is your word of encouragement for mothers that have daughters? Um,
1: I'm going to use the same words my doctor used to me. Okay. Um, He had a daughter. And he always asked about you, and I would talk and ask about his daughter, and he said, oh, Mrs. Rosa, she is amazing kid, but uh, some days I want to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> and more and, and oh. then I said, yes, I'm going to get there. And he said, yes, they're going to. One day, your baby won't be your baby anymore. She's going to go somewhere, and you don't know where. And that kid that comes home every night, it's not your child. It's somebody that... But one day, they will come home. Mm. I mean, that... So, continue to do everything you're doing. Don't change, because they'll come back. Mm -hmm. And that was true. When you turned uh, 13, 14, oh, my goodness, I couldn't handle it was too much for me yeah but by the time you are 19 you were a woman a person that i it was my child that came back
0: good for me to know mia is still my baby <laughs> she's still 10 months so i can still say oh she's my little bit but i at least now i know if she has like some change in personality it's someone else
1: but she'll come back and and things will get better, is what you're saying. It's part of going, growing up, mm-hmm. and uh, we tend as mothers wanted to our uh, to, ha- to our babies to be our babies forever. When you see Mia, she's only ten months. It's amazing, but one day she's gonna do things that will upset you, that will make you say, "What happened with this child?" Mm-hmm. What did I do wrong? You're going to think that way. But that is not, you're not doing anything wrong. It's growing up. It's personality. It's character. She's becoming a person, an individual of her own. She is your daughter, but she does not belong to you. And it took me forever to understand that. She is your daughter, you gave birth to her, but you gave birth to an individual, to a person that will go on her own. Mm-hmm. And us human beings take forever to be independent. We take about 16, 17 years, and sometimes more. Right? more sometimes you see grown men and women leaving a ha- house at home with their parents. Mm-hmm. Just last night, I was watching a, um, a documentary, Penguin's Life on the Edge.
0: Oh, that's cute. That sounds cute.
1: And, I mean, the, the chicks, when they are born, I mean, when they break out the egg, they are that independent. Oh. They run after their moms for food. So, and we have to bring food to you to our babies yeah you know and it's amazing how um humans are different just have a lot of love for your children a lot of love because that's all they need and quality time i know you're busy you're a super mom super professional super wife but don't think you have to be super in everything
0: I struggle with that. Yeah, you don't
1: have because we can't be Mm super in everything. Mm -hmm. You remember what you—the time you spend with your children—that's what they're gonna remember, not all the the things I brought to you from my trips. Sometimes you didn't even care.
0: I just wanted you. I just missed you.
1: And when you uh, were—I mean, how old were you when you told me that your heart? cried that made my heart cry too when you said that you couldn't when you saw me making my suitcase I would I would try to hide as
0: many things as I could from your suitcase I would even grab some of your clothes and like hide it underneath my pillow because I knew that you'd be gone for a little while and I wanted to know that you were near me so I would hold on to your clothes and smell it at night because it was just a way of you being close to me Oh my gosh, I'm saying it, it's that hurting me. That broke my
1: heart, that broke my heart when you told me that. And um, and if I had to do over, I probably would change something. Yeah. I would change something. I was traveling all the time, coming home, tired, and working super hard all the time. You remember, I used to take you to the office, you used to sleep under my desk, and... It was um, a challenge and but I mean, I don't remember any of my jobs that you didn't go there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't have to take you there, yeah, probably now that you're married and you haven't been to my jobs, but oh, uh, maybe
0: you have <laughs> and now that we're on the topic of of being a mom, a working mom, I think it's so important for us to be open about what that experience is like and i thought it was one thing as a child i actually thought work was fun i thought you would just go type at your desk every day i even made a joke one day on bring your kid <laughs> back, bring your kid to work day the guy was like what does your mom do and i said well she just types and plays solitaire on her
1: computer all day <laughs> and her <laughs> boss he <laughs> said that i was uh, on the internet all day and you're already 11 years old. You should know better not to say to some <laughs> things. <laughs> but anyway. Well,
0: something came out. How has your experience been as a working mom? Like, what can you recommend to the moms out there that are, you know, working uh, 20 to maybe 60 hours a week and handling? being a full-time mom, which is a job that never ends, right?
1: Well, you know, um, th- it was difficult for me to, on the weekends, when I was going to school, try to attend to your games. And I had to make a decision, either go to the library and study or go to, to watch you playing basketball, for example. Mm-hmm. And the day, is the exactly day that I didn't go... <laughs> It was the day you made a basket, and I
0: sucked. <laughs> by the way, if you ever want to know, don't don't ever look up my stats for Gaithersburg. I sucked. <laughs> I was horrible.
1: Basketball was not for me. But I could. I I um, made to your um, meet when mm-hmm. you're doing uh, track, track and field, cheerleading.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I never had the patience to do homework with you remember no you did not <laughs> yes I did you not. would pay anybody yeah. to do the homework with I would me pay anyone to work with you on your homework and all the b's and a's or c's you got it was on your own because i didn't do anything to help you
0: yes you did you did a lot you kept encouraging me you kept telling me that school was nothing more than my obligation. <laughs> cool, okay. No, but like in all, in all seriousness, like you did help me because you kept telling me to, to never settle, right? You always kept telling me to strive to be better. One of the things that encouraged me in my path was you and my dad always giving examples of things that you had to overcome in your past, right? And
1: yeah, throughout life, now I, I come into this country. It was not easy for me to uh, get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. But um, and a lot of times, while I was raising you, I had to make decisions. Uh, of For example, I had to go on a trip to Montana for a whole week for my job. And you're only six years old. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was hard for me. It was hard for you. But we got over it but I also I remember when you um, third grade fourth grade I don't know you had bad um, report card and I wrote made a list of things that you shouldn't you had to do mm-hmm. and I put on a refrigerator and you said are you writing me an SOP oh my god <laughs> that's what I do
0: for you Meu Deus. <laughs> can you give our audience, um,
1: a definition of what SOP is for the ones that don't know? Yeah, it's a standard operating procedures. I mean, I'm in a regulated environment and we need to have standard procedures for different process.
0: I like what you said about the dilemma, right? The choices that we as women have to make. What do we sacrifice? So you had to sacrifice some things for your career. And I I often find myself having that same dilemma. Can I spend more time studying to succeed in one area or should I use that time to kind of play with Hafa or Mia? Or should I be reading a book on parenting or maybe a book on praying for my kids? I think the beauty of us as humans is that we can have these sort of dilemmas. It's actually a great thing because then we figure out what's important in our lives
1: in, in certain stages. Right. And it is. I, I want to say something that I used to do when you're a baby. Um, my English was wasn't um, Good enough, I thought, to talk to you or to read. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I did read for you, but I, I was very tired most of the time. So I put a cassette player. At that time, it was a cassette player. It was um, a CD player, too, mm-hmm. with a story, with a, um, a Bible verse or, or or a music for you to go to sleep, for you to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um and you can do the same. I have to say that I'm very proud of you being a wife, a oh, mother, and a professional. And I I never thought you would be the way you are. And I guess sometimes you, I see myself in you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hold on. Pause. You said. <laughs> what did you think I was going to turn out to be, Mom? Well, I never thought you would be bad, of course, because I, I didn't not. <laughs> I was raising you to be the best. Okay. And you are, you're a very Thank good you. friend. I mean uh people should be honored and blessed to have you as a friend. Okay. Oh toda mãe fala isso. <laughs> I love to see Mia crying to be with you. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy all this time you have with her, with Rafael. I mean, half and Mia are the best accomplishment of your life. Thank you, mom,
0: for all those compliments. I'm no longer in the house with you. But I have my own life. How is it, you know, discovering who you are again,
1: <laughs> without, with an empty nest? Like, what is that like? I was pretty much single mother all my life. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, and I didn't have. I couldn't think of myself uh, all the time alone. I thought about you. I was worried about you getting you through school. Uh, well, it's today. I would be thinking different. Mm. I wouldn't. Uh, when you finish high school, you had to go to college. Mm. I wouldn't do that today. Yeah. Because remember how many times you change your major? A lot. A lot of times. And it's normal. Mm-hmm. Because 18 years old, what do you know about life? Mm-hmm. You don't know much. You didn't know much. So I should let you take some time to really know what you want. And that's what I want you to do with your children. Yeah. Don't. I wouldn't say force because did I force you to uh, go to college? Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I did. And I wanted to see you graduating. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, you know, you, you're the first. The trajectory that
0: you had in your life, like you came here to the United States, you were working so hard. You and my dad, like you guys wanted to give a better future for me. It's basically the American dream, right? You wanted me to have a better life than what you had.
1: That's true. That's true. And uh, education is everything. If you didn't have um, a good education, and you, you don't stop where you are. You continue to learn mm-hmm. all your life. But... Um, it's easy for you to accomplish your goals when you educated. Yeah, very and, true. And that's what you have to strive for. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you want to get your masters, you whatever um, other education you think is necessary for your business, for your life, to show your children that mom is still working, is still going to school. It's good for Hafsa and Mia to see that. Like yeah. you saw me how many times did I take you to uh to, w- a class, yeah. to a class to class with me because I didn't have anyone to watch you you had to come with me. Yeah. It wasn't my choice. I would prefer that you were in bed sleeping for a good day on the next day but I had no choice. But
0: that's even though you had no choice, Mom, got to see what determination is. You would work so many hours in the day, I would be at aftercare programs at school. You'd come pick me up, go home, like cuisine a rapidinho, do something quick. I would eat, we would leave and go to your class. And your teachers at the time, I, at least
1: I don't know, like I don't know if they were upset about it. I don't want to say the word that is in my head, but uh-huh. he was kind of a jerk mm-hmm. saying bad words and cuss- cussing in front of. Of you, knowing that there was a child in class. So he was like saying, this is not a place for her. It's not an environment for you to bring your child. But he didn't know my life.
0: Right. What is it like to be a grandmother?
1: Oh, the best thing. I think we should be grandmothers before you are mother. Why? Uh, because uh, you we can give them back? So much love. Oh, okay. So much love. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with them. No, they don't do any wrong. Mm. (laughs) They can prowl on my counter or my everywhere. (laughs) And I still love them. You know, you wouldn't do that. You couldn't do that.
0: I can even sit on a particular couch. Exactly. Let me tell you guys about this couch. Okay. We had this green couch from Ethan Allen. And my mom was like, you cannot even look at the couch. And then one day we got a dog. Her name was Lovey. And my mom moved to Massachusetts. And what came with her? The dog and the couch. And who do I find sitting on the green couch that I can't even look at? The dog, Lovey. She was on the couch. She was actually, she wasn't just sitting. She was laying down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do want you guys all to know is that my mom not only was a wonderful mother, but she was also a wonderful woman of prayer. And I don't want to dismiss that. We as as parents, we try the best that we can. Sometimes we fail, but at least we we have a a father who will watch out for our children in the moments
1: that we might not be able to. Got a prayer warrior for a mom. Yeah, you cannot be alone, even when you are a single mother, you're not alone because you have uh, you have God. I had God, mm-hmm. and I still have, and he was helping me raising my, raise my daughter and pray. You have to pray for your child. You have to pray for your children, and I tell you all the time yeah, that um, without God, nothing is possible.
0: Mom, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being on this podcast episode. I hope I didn't make you too nervous because I know you're a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But congratulations. And thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime, anytime. And if um, any of you listeners have any questions, feel free to ask us. We're learning what life is all about together. And I'll talk to you soon.